arenas, my passport is tatted, it look like it's active. I play on these planes, y'all catch me in traffic. Yeah, your arenas, my passport is tatted, it look like it's active. I play on these planes, y'all catch me in traffic. Yeah. Welcome back to the Travel Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Walker Travel. I got my good friend Mike in the building today. What's going on? And how you been, man? I've been watching your Instagram. I feel like every week you're somewhere, <laughs> bro. Like, what, what's good, man? Where you where you been? <laughs> man, I actually just got back home. I was in uh, Columbus for a wedding. Columbus, Ohio, most recently for a wedding. Childhood friend got married. Bro, you go to wedding like every week, I swear. Man, I swear, man. That's what it feel like. But it'll be done. That was the last one of the year. Uh, won't see another wedding party till 2020. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So let, I guess let's take us back. So um, from a travel perspective, um, we'll talk about the most recent Instagram like thing you did. But what, what was your first passport stamp? Like uh, you, my first passport stamp. That's crazy because I knew you was gonna ask. I had to think about it. <laughs> I had to think about it, and I was trying to think, and I was like, you know what? It was actually when I was two. Two. Yeah. Dang. It was two years old because my, um, you know, my parents are not from America uh-huh. or whatever, so they. <clears throat> came as immigrants to the United States in the early 80s so my mom was the only child of her family she's a out of nine no okay. out of a 11 I'm sorry no, yeah nine girls two boys but um she made it to America the rest of them are all in Europe gotcha so that was her when she had came to America in the 80s that was her first time going back to Europe to go visit her sisters and her brothers and stuff like that so we went to Germany mm. But I was young. I was right. like two, maybe three. I think it was like an 88 or 89. Obviously, I don't remember the trip at right, all. Right. I just see pictures and stuff. But uh, that was, yeah. That's so, pretty dope, man. <laughs> I think my mom might still have my passport with my baby picture. <laughs> so that was kind of sweet. Yeah, one of my close friends, he, he did an expert assignment. Actually, he'd been on the podcast. He did an expert assignment, and um, his baby girl was born in Dubai. Wow. So literally, she has a baby picture on her on her passport. That is the craziest thing ever. Yeah. So she might be three now. I think she's at least three now. She just had a birthday. I can't remember. But yeah, literally, her first her first passport has her baby picture. Has a baby picture. Yeah, so. I was one of those too. So that was my first one. Okay, then I actually do remember as my as an adult, the first time I traveled was in two thousand six to uh, Eritrea. Okay. And how yeah. was that? Oh man, culture shock. It was cool. I mean, that was my first time remembering. Uh, like a long distance flight I remember you know having a connection in DC and then we ended up in um, in Amsterdam mm-hmm. and then we ended up having a crazy crazy layover flights kept getting delayed um, I remember seeing um, what's her name my milkshake ring what's her name Khalees Khalees yeah I seen Khalees in the airport I was <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to her for a little bit. Uh, it's crazy. I lied and told her I was a prince in, in Africa. She actually ate it up. It was crazy. But um, yeah, twenty four hour layover in Amsterdam, and then we got to Eritrea, and that was yeah, that was my first time. It was it was definitely an experience. I was out there for about eight weeks. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. So that was fun. My first stamp trip was a long trip. Dang, twenty. <laughs> so it was you. You started in Columbus, right? So. Columbus to DC. Columbus DC. DC to Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Amsterdam to Eritrea. Stayed in Eritrea for about eight weeks. That was fun, man. It was uh got to see my grandparents for the first time, a lot of aunts and uncles for the first time. Like I said, I was in Africa. I was my I had just completed two years of college. 
you know, so it was kind of like a life-changing experience, a humbling experience. Uh, I was, what, 20 years old? Yeah, I had just turned 20. Um, I got to see a lot of things over there. I actually got on my first helicopter ride mm. when I was there. Uh, definitely, you know, for those of you who listen to the podcast and you travel, uh, I know a lot of people, I don't really see too many people talking about traveling to Africa. Mm-hmm. If I do see him traveling to Africa, it's probably like South Africa. South Africa. Now I'm counting. Ghana, Nigeria. No, that's pretty much it. <laughs> no, no disrespect to South Africans, but you know that ain't that ain't the real African experience. You can't go somewhere we speak English. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah, that was my first experience. So speaking of that, so going obviously it's technically home for you. Yeah. Um, and this is your first time there, is it? I guess for family, I'm sure they treat you still like family, but yeah. do they treat you like the American, so to speak? Like, oh, man, uh, bro, you ain't gonna believe this. I always tell people I've never felt more American in my life than I did out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because obviously I, I do look the part, you right. know, but the way I carry myself, the way I dress, the way I talk, whether it's in English or my accent mm-hmm. that they hear when I'm speaking Tigrinya, which is the language. So they'd be like, oh, that's Mike, American Mike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause, which is crazy because when I'm here, it's always, that's Mike, right. African Mike. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we joke around and say, like, man, you really don't really have a home because here, I'm not American enough. And there, I'm not Eritrean enough. It's cool, whatever. I don't, I don't gotcha. make me feel no way, but... <laughs> They definitely can spot us out easily. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. Just like we can spot them out when they're here. Right. The new ones. Okay. So. That's, that's a good insight. Definitely yeah. have to, to, to tackle that. So. Yeah. And, and, and then there's a lot to see out there, man. I wish people would go. I mean, I was I was completely um, shocked, surprised, however you want to put it, but all in a good way. Right. You know, obviously some things are going to be behind on just because, you know, in America, we're here a few steps further, but... You know, whether it's like technology and things like that, but as far as like a day to day experience, going to get something to eat or going to a bar or listening to music, things like that, and they're doing the same thing out there. That's fair. Is there a particular time you recommend people go, like month wise or anything uh, like that? Any maybe festivals that be worth kind of checking out, or so, or is it different in that sense? Eritrea specifically, mm-hmm. uh, our independence that we celebrate as big as in May, May 24. Mm-hmm. So around that time, obviously, there's a lot going on. And then every other year, they have a huge festival uh, in July. So yeah, our summer months, like May to August, are probably good times to go. As far as flights go, I haven't looked at flights in a while, so I'm not sure when is a good time, uh, the cheapest time to fly. Gotcha. But um, and then as far as season goes, so that's going to be like their rain season. Rain so season. it might rain a little so. bit more. It's not going to rain a lot, but more than normal. Gotcha. And then their summer is actually like the season that we're approaching now. Gotcha. So if you're into so flight wise, it's probably best to go during the rainy season. But you're going to have a not a good experience because it's going to be raining. Yeah, but when I say raining, it's not going to rain a lot because actually they go through a lot of droughts. But so it's like Florida. Yeah, yeah. So like that. But then the thing is, is like there's a lot of uh, dirt roads and mm-hmm. stuff out there so even if it does rain a little bit now you're looking at everything turning into mud mm, so that makes sense yeah okay. now I say a lot like not to scare anybody like oh I'm gonna be out here on dirt roads walking or whatever gotcha. it's just some places it's gonna be dirt okay. so. that's cool that's cool <laughs> but um, yeah it was a good time and then a lot of times a lot of people from the di- uh, from the outside of different countries whether it's from Americas or from Europe they're always traveling 
in the May, June, July, July. August. So you'll run into a lot of people at that time too. Uh, as far as English goes, if, even the people that live there speak English, so that wouldn't be a problem either. Exchange rate is amazing. You go out there for like a millionaire for a little while. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I remember like uh, Dubai, which is my closest reference. Yeah. Obviously, it's a total different culture, but I remember like being in a line and going to the club and um, literally hearing like four or five languages going on while I'm in line. Like, yeah. It was so crazy to me. Dude, uh, when we were out there, I mean, you name it, bro. Like, it'd be me from America, buddy right here from Holland, buddy right here from another. Uh, Norway, but we were here from Italy, every Italy, Switzerland, Germany, Canada. Uh, we were there in 2006. There was a, a girl that used to hang out. Her mother was like the ambassador to South Africa. Dang. Like it was tight. And then you you get to meet some people that are doing some different stuff too. And then just meeting people in different countries who live a completely different lifestyle. And just seeing that and the way they move and operate. It was all cool. It was a cool experience. I ain't been back since, but I plan on going. Got you. So just, well, before we transition, what's one dish that people should try when they go there? Uh, so I know a lot of people are staying away from the red meat and stuff nowadays. Uh, well, our veggies are big. I don't know if, you ever, if you've ever tried it, Tone, but we're known for our, our vegetable dishes. Like if you go like, so us in our neighboring country, Ethiopia, we kind of share a lot of dishes. So if you just go to eat, any restaurants here, even in Charlotte or wherever city you live in, our veggie di our veggie dishes are some of the best, and they're vegan too. So gotcha. you have that. Uh, if you stay away from the meats, uh, our chicken dish is called dorho, which is really good. Eat it with the flatbread called injera. I'm sure, a lot of people are familiar mm -hmm. with that. And then if you do eat the red meat and stuff, then you can't go wrong with just like a dibs dish, which is beef or lamb. Okay. That sounds, good. that sounds real good. I'm gonna have to. We have to go out to eat after this. <laughs> um, Got to. And then I transitioning. Obviously, I follow you on social media. Uh, looks like you were on a, like extended vacation, like a, a few weeks ago before the wedding. I guess the last yeah. wedding. Where, where all did you go? Oh man, that trip was crazy. Um, so, first stop was Seoul, Seoul, South Korea, and um, that actually was a a layover turn two nights stay okay and I'm so glad we did it because it was beautiful like I, I, I didn't really have too much like, I didn't have no expectations for this trip at all like I never even in my life thought I would ever go to Asia <laughs> so um, yeah we went there I mean just the, the infrastructure the buildings I mean it was it was amazing man I felt like I was in New York City or something bro believe it I mean it was I just couldn't believe it and then um, the food obviously was good uh, you know, the kimchi, fried chicken, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It had a lot of street food and stuff out there. It's pretty good, pretty cheap. Um, we got to check out the Korean War Museum. Okay. And I was like, I mean, obviously I remember learning a little bit about this stuff back when I was a kid, like in school or whatnot. Right. But I probably, I must have not paid attention. <laughs> I don't know how much the, I didn't realize how much the United States was involved in that. And South Koreans love Americans, so. Right. I mean, it was love. It was love in there. Um, South Korea definitely should visit if you want any knockoff Supreme or whatever <laughs> man they had it everywhere get, get I can't fresh. believe it <laughs> get some drip out there man what people was out there buying it too like like 
I think I was. I don't know if it was there, but I was reading this. Um, it's a Supreme store that's not owned by Supreme. Is it Korea? Probably. Literally, it's, they said that the largest Supreme store, like it's a storefront, like kind of like the big, big NBA yeah. store, like the NBA store. It's a Supreme store, but it's not Supreme owned by them. Bro, I so would, I don't know if it's there or I don't, not what country. I want to say it was somewhere in Asia, though. I would not be surprised, bro. I mean, it was literally being sold everywhere. I'm like, man, I can't believe this. Like, I literally could have filled up a whole closet for like a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, that was fun. And then the second stop was Bangkok, okay. Thailand. Amazing, too. I mean, as soon as we got off the plane, it was already nighttime, dark outside. And my wife has set up a, a night tour. So we got to see some of the palaces at nighttime, which was cool because they're lit up and stuff. Um, hit up some street vendors and things like that. I mean, it was amazing. I think out of everywhere we went in Asia, the best food experience was in Bangkok. Okay. I mean, I'm sure. That says a lot. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people like Thai food. Yeah. It's been real popular. It was really good. Like, I was kind of worried because I didn't think it would um, taste the way it tasted here yeah. in the restaurants yeah. in America, but it did. I mean, just like, you know, like, you know, Mexican food here don't taste as good as it do in Mexico. So, not in a bad way or anything, but it just tastes different. different. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was cool. Hit Bangkok. We were there, I think, for four or five nights, and then we went to Phuket. Okay. Phuket was cool. Uh, beach town. Mm -hmm. I guess it would be like, it kind of reminded me like a, like a Miami, almost. A lot of partying, stuff out there. Uh, that was quick. That was actually, it almost turned into like a rest stop for us. You okay. know, cause we just did Seoul, just did Bangkok and all that. So we kind of chilled out. The beach make you sleepy. Yeah. If you ain't partying. Yeah. Got to catch up on the book or two um, there. We did that. And then, um, where did we go after that? Uh, oh, uh, Bali. Bali was next. Okay. Yeah. We went to Bali, which was actually the highlight of the trip. That's originally where Kim wanted to go, my wife. She was like, I want to go to Bali. She had went to Japan earlier in the year. She fell in love with it. And that's when I told her, I said, well, if we go back, we got to knock a few things out because I can't see myself taking a long flight like that again. Gotcha. So we hit Bali. Um, amazing, bro. How far is the last flight from Phuket to Bali? So it wasn't direct. We had to have a layover in Malaysia. Okay. In Kuala Lumpur. Um, I think all in all, though, it's probably about six hours total, okay. with like an hour or two layover. It's not too bad. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. bad at all. Um, but it was beautiful, man. Bali was so beautiful. It was so much to see. I wish we had more time. We were there five nights, and that wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Yeah, and literally from, I mean, there was one day where we took a tour that started at 4 a.m. <laughs> so, I mean, we were getting it in from the top of the morning to the end of the night, and it just was not enough time. It's just yeah. so much to see, so much to do. Uh, it's, it's just a beautiful, relaxing, uh, peace of mind, peaceful. Uh, they're really spiritual out there. Um, just really nice, man. I, actually, I think I will go back. It's on my list, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not list. sure when, but I think I'm pretty sure. I know Kim wants to go back because there was a lot more things she wanted to see that we just didn't have time. But um, it was great. Uh, actually, I'm going to do a quick shout-out to... Uh, my boy Jarrell and his wife Amira. I gotta give you their Instagram handle. Okay. Um, they've been on an indefinite honeymoon since 2012. Oh, tw wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Bro. You got to check That's out their. Eight years, you man. got you got to check out their Instagram. Okay. I mean, they hopped on a flight. I think they said they took a flight from somewhere in America and just like after their wedding was like fuck it and went to um damn somewhere in Central America. I'm gonna remember the name. Panama. Mm-hmm. Panama. Okay. Yeah. Just went to Panama. And then once they got to Panama, it was catching flight deals. Like, you know, the little uh, mm-hmm. flight hack sometimes that happened. I think they got to London. And then from there, I think they've been in like 30 countries. Dang. And that's then, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And then they just decided to settle in Bali. Mm, it's yeah. a good timing, too. Yeah. So they out there doing it, uh, living life, bro. It's amazing, man. Yeah, I hear Bali on the work permit tip, visa tip. Like, I think you got to be gone like 30 days or something is the minimum name. number of days you got to stay to be now resident. Yeah. So once you leave and you go on a trip, usually somewhere close by. So. Yeah, I'm not. They did tell us, bro, but I can't remember everything they said, but they have it all figured out. I'm like, sure. You definitely yeah. should. I mean, we've been doing that yeah, long, yeah. so. Yeah, I think they just finished up their first year out there. But, uh, yeah, they have no plans of coming back. Cool. Yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, it's called their uh, Instagram is indefinite honeymoon. Indefinite honeymoon. Yeah, definitely gotta check them out. Yeah, check okay. that out. As far as uh lodging, I, I, I know Bali is known for a lot of good things. Where did you guys? Did you stay at one place the whole time? You stay at multiple locations or? So I'm so I'm a little. I think maybe we've talked about this before. When it comes to traveling, man, like I'm very like a stickler of where I stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know because I'll be watching too much TV or things like that. Like I don't I don't do Airbnbs. I don't do none of that. Okay. So I'm always hotel try to make sure it's a gated community and stuff like that and it's just for safety reasons man makes especially sense. if i'm with my wife makes sense you know what I'm saying? if it's just my homies or whatever that's cool but well my wife is always safety first and okay. like you know i'm not saying bali's a dangerous country i think actually i think it's probably one of the safest countries in the world gotcha but you know just taking that extra level of precaution um i'm not saying airbnb and stuff like that is not safe and I'm not saying hotels are safe either. Right. It's just your preference. It's just my preference. So gotcha. yeah, um, and I got a little hookup on the Marriott. So okay, so Marriott brand out <laughs> yeah. there is pretty tough. Yeah, the SPG man. I think in uh, Bali we were in a West End. Okay. Yeah, it was real nice, man. We got got to do the Gates of Heaven. You know, taking pictures on the like crazy sceneries, backdrops, waterfalls, rice plantations. So sweet, bro. That's dope. Yeah. Did y'all do the big swing? I know a lot of people go out there and do the swing. Or y'all she didn't did make it. it. She did it? Okay. Yeah, she did it. I didn't do it. <laughs> Only because I saw the way they was doing it. I'm just like, man. And I didn't notice that until after she was already on it. I was like, man, my big ass ain't getting on there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude was holding it with like wrenches and pliers and stuff. And just like holding the rope. I'm like, man, these dudes are not going to hold me. I'm sure they've held bigger people than me. But gotcha. I was like, I ain't doing it. But she did it. We did, did the monkey sanctuaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, our tour guy, he knew some of the dudes that worked there, so he threw him. He's like, yo, if y'all give me like five bucks, I'll give it to him, and we'll put the monkeys on your shoulders and shit. So I got some crazy pictures like that. I didn't really want to do it, but that's what it is, man. I couldn't do it. I could not do it if Kim was doing it. So that's true. That's true. <laughs> got to get your courage up. I feel that. Yeah. So um, that was that was pretty much it. Definitely recommend Bali, man. If anybody that's out there. Uh, that wants to go like I said I'm plugging in Jarrell and his wife they actually have something they call the uh, Bali vacation okay where you know if you're a couple or if it's just two girls or two buddies if you don't mind going together on a trip with your, with your homeboy they have something that they set up 
and I think they're doing it twice a year or something like that. Like I said, definitely follow their page on Instagram, and they'll, be, they'll have information on that all the time. It don't hurt to have a person that look like you giving you a tour <laughs> for sure in another country. Definitely, I'm connect with them. Um, was Bali the end of the trip? Was that the nah, man? Where that was, after that? that was halfway. Halfway. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, it was um, Singapore. Okay. And Singapore was the same thing too because um, it was a layover trip turned into like a two night stay because Kim wanted to go to the Maldives as well. Gotcha. So the flight from Bali to Maldives had a layover in Singapore. So he was like, fuck it. Let's do two nights there. And then uh, you ever seen the movie Crazy Rich Asians? Yep. The uh, hotel they were staying at stuff. I was like, well, shit, we got to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, we're, we were there during the week, which rates are cheaper. Mm-hmm. And then they have like some huge like super track F6 racing competition or something that was like the week coming up. Uh-huh. So the hotel was kind of dead and the prices were like, these are the lowest prices you could ever get. Mm-hmm. So we got super lucky because everybody was like, damn, how much y'all pay for that? And it's like, that wasn't even the most expensive hotel on our trip. Right. It was actually decently priced just because of the timing, yeah. which happened to work out perfect. But yeah, we got to go up there with the affinity pool and stuff. Uh, Singapore is Singapore is lit. Okay. Um, beautiful city. Um, super rich and expensive. Uh, I don't think we could have afforded to stay any more. <laughs> two days. <laughs> two days was enough. Um, I think by far, hands down, it's the cleanest city I've ever been to. Really? Yeah, because they're like real big on that, like no smoking, no chewing gum, no like um, eating food in public. Okay. Like none of that, so it's super clean. Got it. I got a friend. He actually lived there like two years or so on expert assignment. So I'm gonna try to get him on podcast soon. But he actually he started a clothing brand like suits. Oh, okay. So out there because of course he was connected with the people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, shout out wow. nine to five. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Um, sounds like Singapore is a place to be. I was gonna go when he was there, but I just couldn't make the make the ticket price work mm-hmm. for kind of a short trip. So nah. Singapore for sure. Um, I wish, like I said, if it wasn't so expensive, I mean, it wasn't, I'm not, I'm not saying it's like, well, yeah, it was expensive. <laughs> Especially like compared to the compared other uh, countries in Asia, it was right. definitely expensive. Um, but, it, but it was definitely a sight to see. It, yeah. Makes sense. It's one, I think they said it's one of the only city countries in the world, like one or two city countries in the world where like the country only has one city. Mm-hmm. Singapore is the only city yeah, in Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had some had some nice history and stuff like that. Beautiful buildings. Um, something cool I saw there was like Louis Vuitton had a store like on an island. Word. Yeah, like there was this body of water. I don't know if it was man made or not, but in the middle of the water was like a little island, and the whole island just the store was a huge Louis Vuitton store. That's crazy. You know, the Asians love Louis Vuitton, boy. That's so. crazy. <laughs> All right, I'm about to look that up too. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that. And then the next trip after that, we went to the Maldives. Okay. Which, uh... Um, it's a crazy schedule, y'all. Yeah, it was. All of this whole trip was like 19 days. 19 days? Okay. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good trip, though. Yeah, it was, man. Uh, shout out to my wife, man. She did, it was her idea. Um, we kind of both worked it out or whatever. Actually, we were supposed to go to Eritrea. Mm-hmm. We were going to go to Eritrea, Ethiopia, and stuff like that. But for some other reasons, we couldn't make that happen. And she already had the days off. Okay. 
And then what I'm doing is kind of flexible, so I was able to make it happen as well. But uh, yeah, man, one day we were just like, all right, let's just book the tickets. That's it. Book yeah. the tickets, y'all. Book the tickets. Yeah, book the tickets. And then once the tickets got booked, it was like, all right, no, turn it back now. And it was like, book the tickets and don't book insurance so we can't cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, Keys to the game. Too. Right. So, um, got to Maldives. First of all, I didn't realize Maldives was a Muslim country. Okay. Didn't even know that. Only thing I knew about Maldives was what I see on Instagram. Water. Like, yeah. Kim's not even on Instagram. And she was like, oh, I got to go for Instagram. Like, you're not even on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, you gonna post some pictures? I know. I said, yeah, I will. But uh, so yeah, I really, I didn't, I did not have much of an expectation of it. Maldives was um, some fees that you may go might not know about until you get there. Okay. Unless you really kind of plan it out. So we were trying to the whole time we were trying to set up our rides from our from the hotel from the airport to wherever we were staying at. Right. So when I did Maldives and I'm looking, I'm like, kill. I was like, this ain't, I said, this is different. <laughs> it's just like, what's different? I said, uh, we got to take a speedboat to our hotel. She was like, oh, okay. She was like, well, how much that cost? Like $20, $30? I said, nah. It's like $125 a person there and back. It's like, yeah, wow. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not close to the airport at all. Yeah. Or it's like maybe one hotel I think that's close and everything else is off. We were the closest one. Really? I swear. We got lucky. So... We were the, I think we were the only one, probably a few more where you can actually take a speedboat. Mm -hmm. But there's some of them where you have to take like a 40 minute flight. That's crazy. So I was just thankful for that because that would have been like another $250 yeah. per person. That's, that's fair. Yeah. But it was, it was beautiful, man. I mean, we was able to get a good deal. We got the little cabanas on the water and stuff like that. I mean, I had never experienced something like that in my life, you know. It was fun. It was a good time, man. The only bad part I would kind of say is about those islands where it is where you have to like fly in or speedboat in is that like once you're there, you're there. True. <laughs> there ain't no oh let's go hit the city or let's go see the you know the locals or nothing. Nah, it ain't none of that. You gotta take yeah. that. Yeah, you gotta take that sixty dollar boat ride again to get into the anywhere city. Else. Yep. Yeah, that's the only bad part. But if it's like a a honeymoon or just like a romantic getaway with you and your significant other that you're trying to do I think Maldives perfect. is perfect yeah okay. don't try to go with your homies <laughs> <laughs> not a homie trip that's fair yeah so my bad you got anything no, I was gonna say so I mean again all great places all Instagram places what's your biggest takeaway from all those um, um so my wife kind of said it when she went to Japan, I kind of felt the same way too. Uh, Asia, as a whole, you kind of come to the conclusion as if it's a place where you're uh, to be seen and not to be heard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think I could have said it any better. Um, it's like, you know, don't be too loud, noxious or anything like that. And everybody's just chill, go with the flow, quiet, whatever, whatever. And that's it. So I love that part about it. You know, I, you know, when you're younger, you like the Cancuns and the yeah. Miami, the wild trips or whatnot. But as you get older, you just want to, you know, just want to get something good to eat, somewhere nice to stay, good weather, stuff like that. 
Asia's definitely a spot. Only bad part is that flight. Yeah, man. <laughs> but I mean, y'all made the best of it. I mean, y'all made the layovers into mini trips, which is, I think, what you want to do if you can go that way anyways, because you're probably not going to come back that way too many times. Mm-hmm. So. I'm mad because I wish we would have did that in Malaysia. We just didn't have time. It was either Malaysia or Singapore. Gotcha. And we chose Singapore. But, um, yeah, like you just said, man, I think a lot of people should start doing that, man. If you could do your flight to where you can uh, do the overnight stay, even if it is like an extra $30, $40, it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, it is going to be a little bit more expensive. Now you got to find somewhere to stay and stuff like that. But if you're abroad, it's going to cost you more to fly out there again on another occasion. So you might as well do it. I definitely recommend that. Yeah, that's a good tip, man. Yeah. They're definitely, like, so all places you listed on my list, I'm not really sure where they rank as far as right now. Obviously, Bali's kind of the top one that's always been on my list, so. Um, but definitely, I got to figure out the path, because like I said, it sounds like just going to Bali shouldn't be enough. At least make a make a couple trips out of it, even if it's just two. Yeah, I think so. When you fly to Bali, I don't think there's a direct flight on any airline from America. Nope. So I think you're going to have to stop either in Tokyo, mm-hmm. Seoul, I know Delta, yeah, I think so. Delta's going to yeah. yeah. go to Seoul. I know Delta's going to go to Narita, Japan. Uh, you might end up in uh, China or somewhere. But, um, I mean, dude, come on. If that if that layover flight to extend it to, like, a next day is $30, $40, even $100, might as well do it. you might as well do it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Actually, most of the places you just listed are on my list. So yeah. I've been looking just a lot more in intense into Tokyo, into Japan and um, uh, Korea as well. And I'm like, I definitely want to look at these places more intense. Um, just like, obviously the flight has always been kind of my, I'm a short trip person, like three, four days, I'm good. Yeah. Come see the major sites, hang out for a day, I'm ready to go back home. So it's just kind of that flight's been kind of making me a little hesitant. But definitely if I can make a trip within a trip, I think it'll yeah. make it more worthwhile. So. I've always been that way too, man. But me and Kim, I mean, we actually like, we even, so we travel a lot, mm-hmm. and um, we, I would say we're, we're pretty good packers. We were actually able to go where a carry-on and a backpack each. Wow. Yeah. Y'all, y'all the goats. Yeah, man. We, I mean, like, days. But, but, but we even planned it out to like, all right, let's take enough underwear and stuff, shirts and socks or whatever, like your essentials. And then once we get to this major city, whether it's like Bangkok or Singapore or something, I know we're gonna be able to find a laundromat. Gotcha. So we act, this is the first time we did. We did laundry on our trip. Hey man, that's, I mean that's the tip right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We actually did laundry on our trip, and that just saved like you know checking in uh-huh. a bag, money, uh, stuff like that, and just easier not having to worry about so the stress of like losing your bag. Mm-hmm. Or because um, I know when she went to Japan, she checked in like a huge bag. She took a lot of stuff and. That's also what said it all to us because she said when she got there with that huge bag, she came back with half her uh, suitcase with clean clothes. So she was like, man, I just needed like two pairs of jeans, a couple t-shirts, <laughs> da, da, da. And then another thing is we don't go out when we go out the country at all. Like by 10 p.m., we're in bed. <laughs> so, I mean, I know a lot of other people like to experience nightlife in different countries, but us, it's more like, let me try your local beer. And then I know, like in Singapore, they had a signature drink there. I think it was called like a, a Singapore slingshot or something. We tried that, and that was about it. But, That's pretty dope. Yeah, because I mean, if you start your day early in the morning, you can't be out all night. True. I mean, hey, again, <laughs> this, these are all gems. It sounds like cost savings, but also well, just for experience purposes. So I'm definitely with that. 
and I was laughing at what you said, of course, on the packing tip, which I think is a cool. I seen a meme yesterday, and it was like me regularly use the same three things at home, and it says packing for vacation. I wonder if I need uh, four French, four <laughs> French horns or five, because literally, See like you start packing, like, oh yeah, yeah probably this. You ain't worn that joint in forever. Forever. So, that's Tell definitely you, good, good tip. So ooh, like, you get like two really good pairs of jeans, some shorts. I mean, underwear obviously is not negotiable. Right. You gotta have your clean underwear. You might end up wearing two a day. Who knows? But as long as you got enough underwear and stuff, you're straight. That's what's yeah. up. I mean, shit, it you wearing clean drawers with some jeans you wore for three days. <laughs> as long as you ain't been playing in the dirt. That's true. And then, I, and then obviously not going out at night. She ain't taking heels. She ain't taking yeah. dresses and all that. And I ain't got to carry no button-ups and dress shoes and stuff like that. So, like, we just flip-flopped it out, man. Ain't no wrong with that. She is, she's, she's a good one for that, too. Of all the places you went, is there, like, a signature drink? Uh, I know you already kind of mentioned one or a dish that you feel like people should try in those different destinations that you had. So, um, I told you, Bang- Bangkok was our, or Thailand, I guess, as a whole, was our, our favorite food experience mm-hmm. as far as the local food goes. Right. Pad Thai. I mean, it's fair. There was the one place we got to go to, and it was only because we were on a tour, we got to go right in, but the line was down the street. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was just a very small portion, but it was so good. I mean, and the ingredients are pretty basic. You know, it's like rice noodle, and I think they use tamarind sauce and like green sprouts, whatever, carrot, da 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 da. But so good, man. Um, street food was good. Love street food. Uh, the Asians, they don't shine on seasoning. Okay. Yeah, so every, you ain't got to worry about eating no bland food out there. Everything's going to have some t- t- some type of flavor. Whether you like it or not, it's going to be flavorful. That's what's up. Um, yeah, Bangkok was a very good food experience. Indonesia, Bali, the local food, I'm going to be honest with you, I wasn't really feeling it. Okay. <laughs> but luckily, like I said, my boy Jarell was out there, and uh, they took us to a restaurant. And uh, I think, like, I really wanted a salad. <laughs> and you know when you go out the country sometimes they tell you to stay away from like vegetables stuff, and stuff like yeah. that and I'm like real bro I was like can I eat the salad man he's like yeah bro go ahead go be straight I'm like alright I'm ordering a salad and it was amazing I think Kim got like a fried chicken sandwich it was really really good um, uh, in Bali you can get so the Australians be in Bali a lot mm-hmm. so I think Bali is to Australia with like Cancun is to America you know, okay. Like everybody okay. just yeah, like yeah. I'm going to Cancun or that. Yeah. So Australia, that's what Bali is like. You, that's a lot of Australians that be out there. It's super close to them. Right. So you'll see a lot of um, Australian-owned restaurants, and you know they ain't too much different than American. Makes sense. Whatever they speak English right. and all that or whatever. Until they start talking, you can't <laughs> tell what they are. <laughs> but um, so yeah, you your dining experiences in Bali was pretty good. Um, it was pretty affordable as well. Okay. Yeah. Definitely, man. You dropped a lot of gems on us, man. I definitely appreciate that. Um, I guess any other, like, words of wisdom? Like I said, it's 19 days. Like, what's the planning process like for that? Like, obviously, you said you're already days off, things like that. But what, what's, what's something that we should, I guess, know about that? Um, so, we always try to look at the um, hotel pricing and flights at the same time before we make anything official. So even though we did the um, flights first, mm-hmm. we already kind of 
had an idea of what our budget should be like for the uh, hotels. So, but I'll be honest with you, bro. That was the first trip we planned. Really? Yeah, because you know, uh, you know, we fly standby. So that's where. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to fail to mention that on here, but uh, yeah, this was the first plan we, the first trip we actually planned, planned. Okay. So we did do everything. That was the first time we bought plane tickets. Okay. In like three or four years. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. So I'm trying to I'm trying to think because, bro, we all our trips were last second. That's true. Like. Okay. So like, how, um, how far in advance was y'all planning this one then? Because uh, I know, like, say so you were planning to do something else first. Yeah. So like. So we left on August twenty eighth. I, I just seen on the credit card statement. I think we bought these tickets like right around July fourth. Okay, so about a little over a month. Yeah, about seven, two months, six, seven months, weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, almost two months. Almost two months. Yeah. So that was about yeah, normal. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it depends on. I mean, that's probably for the night. Not most people probably gonna do a nineteen day trip like that, but yeah. for a shorter film, shorter. But again, understanding the situation that you were changing plans, things like that. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, because fair. the original trip was actually planned a year out. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so it all changed last second. That's fair though. And um, and then uh, you know, like I said, I, I work with Delta, so I get um flight flight privileges. My wife does as well. That's how we do a lot of our traveling. I highly recommend if you're in a city that has um a hiring to do it. I know Delta has the um, seasonal positions that people could do, whether it's on a ramp or if you want to do on an agent, on a, you know at the desk or ticketing. I definitely, definitely take advantage of that. I mean, it's life changing. So, uh, yeah, definitely recommend that. And uh, yeah, man. Cool. Also, we went to France. I say that. No, you ain't. Yeah, we went to Paris too. What well, part of the trip was that? <laughs> At the very end. See what I'm saying? Like this man, you be everywhere, bro. <laughs> Yeah, he went to Paris Yo, too. His was... IG be popping, <laughs> bro. I promise you. And you know what's crazy? I don't even post a lot of stuff, man. I'll be honest with you. Like I should be posting a lot more. A lot than more. I do. Like I, I, I gotta. Um, damn, I got, I gotta um, add you to my close friends tab. I think I'm in there. Hopefully, I'm in there. I think I'm in there. I think I'm in there. How long? How long was Paris? You just there for a day? Two nights. Two nights. Okay. So anywhere you stop, you went for two nights. Yeah, the stop places was always two nights. Smart man, smart yeah. man, smart man. Okay. Because one night is not enough. Because, I mean, you're going to go to sleep. You're going to sleep, there, so you're going to miss it. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Oh, I got to pack for the hotel again. Gotcha. But um, that was cool. So this last year, it's my piece of, you see my, my fridge, right? All yeah. All those things, magnets. Magnets, yep. Uh, I said like 90% of those is from the last year. Okay. Yeah, I think we was just thinking, I think, we hit 13 countries in the last 12 months. Can't hide money, man. Can't hide money, man. <laughs> Flight passes, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think we did, uh, we had a wedding in DR. And then uh, Kim actually went to Belize with her friends for her birthday. And then we did Christmas in Hawaii, Bahamas for New Year's. Then we went to Madrid. Then she went to Tokyo. Then we went to Cancun. And then, um... Hey, man, you hear the humble brag going, bro? That's that's, <laughs> that's that's why we got him on the podcast today, man. There's so much we yeah. could cover, bro. He literally only just talked about one, one trip. Like, 
that's how he gets it done. So that's why, of course, he's here. Definitely had a few gems on packing on kind of how to plan out the best on your layover. So we definitely appreciate the insight. Uh, we're going to transition to our final segment of the podcast real briefly. And then we'll let you uh, go, man. You know, like I said, I know you probably got another trip to plan. Oh, yeah. It won't be a wedding, but definitely got another trip to plan. So we'll, we'll get to that. All right. So we're in the final part of the podcast, what we affectionately call global entry. We've got six questions that we ask everybody. So hopefully you're ready. The first question is, if you have an hour-long flight, which obviously you take flights all the time, what's on your travel playlist? Music-wise? Oh, man, lately it's been that Burner Boy. Okay. Burner Boy, heavy. Um, Nipsey Hustle. I got a Nipsey Hustle playlist that I just let rock. And then, um, I ain't going to lie, my most recent trip to Columbus, and I listened to that Summer Walker. Okay. I didn't even know who she was. I didn't even get on that joint yet, but it's definitely <laughs> on my list. Like, I see a lot of people repost it, so I'm like, I yeah. got to get on that one. Yeah. Okay. All right, so if you're in, you know, regular seats, so after that, of course, the ladies coming down or the guys coming down the aisle, they're going to ask you if you want cookies, pretzels, or peanuts. Which one are you choosing? If I'm on a Delta flight, I'm definitely getting the cookies. There it is, Biscoff Bis- cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most That's the most common answer we get I'm here. I'm doing so. the Biscoff, and then the United flights got those little... Uh, those little waffle things with the car. Oh, yeah, in it. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. what they're called. Waffle, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, you know the, the, yeah, the waffle joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Strapples or something? Yep. Yeah, those are good, else. too. Yep. <laughs> All right, and then I'm, I think I know your answer, but I'm asking anyways. What's one thing you bring back from every trip? A magnet. A magnet. Yep. Yeah. Figured you were going to say that looking <laughs> at the refrigerator. Yeah. Um, and then the other question is, based on your past travel experiences, if you had a personal jet, you could fly out somewhere for a day, get a meal or a drink. Where would you go and, and where where would you go and what would you eat? If I could get a personal jet right now and fly anywhere? Yep. Man, people always laugh at me, but I always tell them my favorite, well, I, for the longest time, my favorite place I used to live, if I could choose anywhere to go, is Washington, D.C. Okay. I love Washington, D.C. I love D.C. too. <laughs> so I would definitely hop on a jet, even though that would be like a 10-minute ride from here, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have enough time to eat, but... Uh, Mm, meals on the plane, or while you're there, what would you eat in DC? What's the go-to meal in DC? Oh man, I gotta hit the Nando's. Nando's, okay, I follow that. Yep. And then there's this uh, Eritrean spot that I always go for the breakfast combos called Karen Cafe, okay. Karen Cafe. I'm sorry, uh, right there on uh, U Street. U Street. Yeah. How are homecoming this weekend too? So I already know. I heard. I see Kanye <laughs> did something there this morning. I think it's Sunday service that? tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. Oh, Okay. Yeah. 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 All right, and then the next question, of course, the name of the podcast is Travel and Hustle. So the question is, what does hustle mean to you? What does hustle mean to me? Uh, getting it, going extra for it, you know what I'm saying? Not doing what you're supposed to do, going above and beyond. Above and beyond. I like that. I like that. And then lastly, how can the people connect with you? Uh, my Instagram page, um, like I said, I don't really post too much, but it's Mike underscore McKelly, M-A-K-E-L-E. Um... I'm doing real estate now as well for those in the Charlotte area, North Carolina. Um, you follow my page for some information on that too. All right, Mike, we appreciate you coming out, answering those questions. You are clear for global entry. Thank you, brother.